Good afternoon. This podcast is brought to you by Sandwiches. Sandwiches, Max's favorite food. Check out Chicago, the sandwich capital of the world, the best sandwich city in America, specifically Big Kids, which is a place that Max likes, but the gimmick is lost on him. Down, down, down. Welcome to Down by the River. My name is Terrence Hartnett. There's no intro today. The intro is happening in the moment. I'm in New Orleans with my good friend, friend of the pod, number one guest on the pod, Max uh-huh. Friedman. Uh, number, number one. one. Number one. Number one. The most listens. And and critics are baffled. Critics, I'm the champion. He's the champ. He's wearing the belt. <laughs> uh, people like him more than Sam Talent and Aaron Grother. This is a this is a contender for Sandwich City, I think. Oh, yeah? Because the Poe Boys? Po' boys are great. Mufalada's great. Oh, we gotta have Mufalada. And a good po' boy. I haven't had a good po' boy. I've had like a shit po' boy. I what? think that that is kind of, that's part of the po' boy mystique. Here's the problem. Is that it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> well, like, I had like it's a... It's in the Italian beef family of like, <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> bad ideas so, that went really well. So close to being absolutely yeah. uneatable. And Italian inedible. beef is a terrible idea, but it's it's one of the best So sandwiches. Italian beef is, uh, yeah, you take uh, some beef, you put it some onions, and what else is on there besides There's the no beef? no onions. What's on there? Just beef? It's just beef, and then you put either... Um, you put either hot peppers, which is jardinier. It's oh, crazy yeah. that they I do like this. the jardinier. The jardinier, or it's a stewed bell pepper, which is sweet peppers. Yeah, I like hot peppers. Mike Ditka does both. And the, do you say do you say like Ditka it up or some stupid thing? No, like, you say hot and sweet. Hot and sweet. Yeah, but, but then the real the real identifier of the Italian beef is that you then submerge it in meat liquid. Meat liquid, au jus. And they call it gravy. It's not gravy though. And you yeah, it's not gravy. Gravy's got flour i think a right? lot of times it does indian yeah. people call curry gravy italian people call marinara gravy yeah so it's one of those things where it's like it's like a sauce kind of it just means sauce it means nothing what I mean, is, yeah. there's no curry in india it's a british thing what like they don't call stuff curry okay but it, it but it was so popular because of it curry is like a, a story of colonization because there's right. uh indian people colonized and they called all the different sauces you get all over india curry there's no all there's the different a, sauces. And a You're curry right. powder is just a mixture of spices. Like masala, that's a blend of spices. Nihari, that's a blend of spices. Uh, and Penang. we call it curry. Penang is Penang is a city in Malaysia. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Once you get out of India, then places because of Britain started to call their food curry. So like if there's like Japanese curry and they they just call it curry. That's so weird. It's just like a story of like misnomer after misnomer, and we just it's got colonization. Used to it. Yeah, but it's all misnomer. over the place. There's Jamaican curry. There's yeah. African curry. Okay. There's Japanese curry. There's it's all over Southeast Asia. Southeast Asian curry, Thai curry, of course. Mm-hmm. So you think it's Indian was the first one? I mean, sort of, you, but it was just what? made up. Oh yeah, it was the first thing to be called curry but it was made up by yeah and like an indian an indian like gravy curry whatever like if it's in north india which is like the stuff that we usually have like tikka masala that type of thing yeah that's like that's totally different from thai Thai curry will use coconut milk indian curry will use yogurt oh delicious yeah i love a spicy thai curry um i didn't know you could drive cars here look at that um drive cars and drink beers yeah that is cool oh the guy's parallel parking on my onto my phone <laughs> um he's gonna hit the he's gonna set do up. a donut he's got a hemi 
Um, it's so weird. Yeah, there's so little laws here. So few laws. Yesterday, when Drink you picked beers. me up from the airport, we were like, um, we had a really somber talk about the horrors of drinking and how terrible it is. Yes. And then immediately after, we just got wasted. Got drunk. Yeah, yeah. dude. Too drunk. And uh, yeah, we had a bottle of wine each at Bacchanal Wine, which is awesome. Yeah, it's a cool place. That was the most recommended place. And it was great. But like, it's like, it's necessarily it's overrated a place, but it's it is. Like, it is overrated. It's also not the same as it used to be, and it's expensive. It's pretty expensive. I yeah. mean, the foods is that was delicious. It was expensive. Yeah, when I was eating that like eight dollar like, you know, red rice and beans at that place we were just at, I was like, this costs half as much as one of those like appetizers. As one appetizer, yeah. Um, but it's really cool. I miss when you walked through the wine store. And you like sat under the tree. Yeah, and so it was all kind of wild then. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a little yeah, bit gotcha. more. Oh, you okay, buddy? Yeah. Okay. You all right? Hey, if you ever sue, we'll be your witnesses. <laughs> all right. You got it. Yeah. Have a good one. He was in the band. The guy fell in front of us. I think <laughs> uh, someone almost just shit on your rig. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean, someone? A bird? Yeah. On what? On the uh, well, chair? Well, I just heard shit come down. Yeah. I think it was like right there. Yeah. I know. Is it on the bag? No, it's all right. Did I ever tell you one time? I think I might have told you this story. One time in Chicago, I was feeling super down. And I was at um, I was at this donut place downtown, Do-Right Donuts, one of my favorite donut places. So those that to pick you up? Kind of. Yeah. It, I, and I was like, I was super depressed. And I remember in the, the, there's very little outdoor seating because it's like downtown. And there's an awning. There's six tables under the awning. And there's one table that just pokes out of the <laughs> awning. And I that was the only table that was open. I know where this is so going. I sit, I sit there with the donut and I say to myself, if a bird shits on me, I'm going to kill myself. I'll kill myself. Yeah, yeah I'll kill myself. And a bird shit on me. And then you didn't do and it. And I was like, I'm not going to do this. <laughs> that is so funny. I love that. That's a story. <laughs> That's a beautiful story. It's life affirming. Why didn't you kill yourself? I don't want to. Me neither. It's all scary. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's like, yeah. Um, you, you, sometimes it's fun to just be dramatic in your head. <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm a, I'm a drama queen. Yeah. Ooh, what are you going to do about it, brain? What if I kill myself? <laughs> hey, mood. That's a big um, old boat. Yeah, we're in a shipping channel. We're it like looks right like by there's the... like houses on top of the boat. Yes, it does. There's a little, um, yeah, what the hell is Maybe that? they're delivering houses. Yeah, here's your houses. Oh, my house is here. I'm home now. This is where I live. We were outside of my yard, and now I, I'm here with my house. I'm going to get a sunburn on my neck. Yeah, did you bring any suntan lotion there, Maxie? I don't like suntan lotion. Neither do I. I just wear just wear clothes instead. My do you ever, you're, you ever getting burnt? You're walking around deserts and stuff. Yeah, I'll get. I've never gotten badly burnt. I've gotten a little red. I, I, so I tan pretty burnt. Well. Yeah, I destroy my body. Did you, did you, did you just get burnt in uh, Arizona? I did get burnt in Arizona. Because you're trying to tan, you said, right? Mm-hmm. I don't get the houses. Yeah. I think they're probably not. Houses, they're like coverings or something. Right. It's just that you know, roofs can um, protect many things, including cargo on top of a ship. Yeah, it's probably like rare fruits. Do you know there was like one guy? You know the term banana republic? Yeah. That was this one guy was selling bananas and he was just destroying countries. I just heard this. I don't know much about exploiting it. them for their. I think bananas. he was like setting like banana tribes against each other. Whoa. And he was the Banana Republic? or They became a Banana Republic, which is like a republic that was ruined by his banana trade. Oh, my God. Bananas, man. Yeah, he was a bit of... And the, they're so cheap. 
They're so cheap. We used to not have them. I read an, an obit in the New York Times for this lady who was responsible for bringing, like, most fruits to grocery stores. That's a great person. Yeah, what a cool job. She's what like, she great... introduced kiwis to America. That is huge. Yeah. And there's still, I mean, there's still some work to be done. There's still fruits we don't have. Oh, yeah, there's a lot right? of them. There's tons of them. Star fruit. We, we have that one. Have. <laughs> we have those. I guess the ones I can name we probably have. But you know, it's good. How's Persimmons. it going? Good, hey. good. Persimmons. <laughs> kiwi. Um, we named kiwi already. There's some good uh, Asian ones. Uh, like lychee. That's a good one. I love lychee. Lychee's all sweet. Yeah, white, sweet lychee martini. Lychee That's martini how I first was introduced to it was in a martini. There's a place, I tried to get us a reservation there called Commander's Palace. It's like a classic New Orleans restaurant. For lunch, they do 25-cent martinis. Pardon me, what? <laughs> and all the food's super expensive. But at lunch? <laughs> yeah, they do 25-cent martinis. That's so bad. And there's balloons on every table. That's so bad. We couldn't get a reservation there? Nope. Full. It was full. It's a really popular place. Wow. Yeah, people are getting drunk. I'm 25-cent martinis. Jesus. <sighs> Okay. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Did not plan this. Um, you're still in PA school. You're not in PA school. You're doing CNA, but you're shadowing PAs. I'm shadowing you're PAs. You're going to be PAs. shadowing a psych PA soon. Or a neuro PA. Neuro ICU. Jesus. And you said, a, you said you knew a guy who went there because he held his breath too long when he was squatting and had a stroke? Yeah, yeah I saw the video of a guy who was... Like on, he was like on stage doing a really heavy deadlift, and he was holding his breath, and then blood started shooting out of his nose. Oh my! It was God. like really shooting out. It's a crazy video. His veins are all like bulging, and he's lifting a million pounds. Now was that a stroke? I don't know. I don't God, think so. Maybe damn. it's. I think a stroke is when your blood gets blocked to your brain. Right, and then your yeah, and that and then your brain just atrophies or something. Like it's like it just doesn't get any oxygen. To yeah, it. no oxygen, and then it, you can just kill whole parts of your brain. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, my people God. get weird, and then a lot of times you'll get paralyzed on one side. Yeah, yeah. There's so many bad things that can happen to you. Yeah, I see all of them. Yeah, it's all it's it's, it's just like a horror. So has it changed your? Well, it has changed your perspective on alcohol. Yeah, you're talking about like yeah, like this these terrible like worm people. They're like worms because they have no brains and they just sh- spread shit. Yeah, something that's the main thing. Something about alcohol makes you want to spread shit all over the place. They put them in these netted cages. And then the why the nets? Because if it's a wall, they put shit on it. Um, I think because it's soft. They can't hurt themselves. They can't hurt themselves, and um. It's light, so it's still on wheels. You can wheel them around. Oh, my God, but they're caged. Yeah, this is one dude we've had for a while. He's in one of the netted cages, and uh, he can't, like, feed himself, so I, like, unzipped his cage. Um, This sounds crazy. Unzipped his cage. (laughs) Uh, To feed him, but he thought I was trying to wrestle him. Sure. So he tried to pull me into the the netted cage. Cage match. I was just trying to feed him, and he was, like, and we're, like, holding onto a styrofoam cup, and, like... He, he, if I let go, he's gonna, just going to throw it. Wait, wait, so you're both holding on to it? You're fighting over that one cup? Yeah, I've got okay. one hand on his shoulder, one hand on the cup. Okay. I'm bent down. Okay. And Why are you bent down? Because he's in a, it's a bed. You're, oh, you're down. To, I'm down there. To give him the cup. I was standing. Yeah. I was trying to feed him. What's in the cup? Like soda. Okay. Thickened soda, because he can't have thin liquid or else he'll choke on it. Thickened, yeah. yeah Thickening thir- powder. This guy's young, too. Now, um, why would you want thickened soda? A lot of people have th- can only have thickened liquids. Gross, man. 
Yeah, they have to have thick water. There's different levels of thick. There's like honey thick, nectar thick. Is that thinner than honey? Yeah. Um, nectar's thinner than nectar's honey. thinner than honey, yeah. Um, I don't really deal with it that much. People kind of just liquid. know the liquid they're going to get. I think get. tomorrow morning we'll have some thickened coffee. I, thickened coffee, people have. Is it bad? I guess. Probably. I've never tried it. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably a bad texture. I would hate it, right? Um, yeah. It also seems like something they might do at like a very fancy restaurant. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Bacchanal, let's talk about that. We had bacon wrapped dates. We had the cheese plate. We had uh, two bottles of wine. We had um, a bro- charred broccoli salad, which I loved the charred broccoli salad. That, that was, was maybe a standout. That was delicious. Whenever vegetables are really good, it's, that it's was a lot of fun. That was a fucking, that was the special, and it was very special. Something oh, that special. was a special? That was special, yeah. I just improv improved it. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Wait, did you You just said you wanted a salad? I just I saw the sign, and I go, that's what I want. I want some broccoli. Oh, Perfect. so it yeah. was like on special. It was on special. It was on a chocolate. You weren't just like, do, do something with broccoli for me. No, I would love that. I, 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 would, I don't have the courage or, or the money, frankly, to uh, just be telling kitchens to freestyle stuff. That's a big, like, old-school restaurant review thing. It's like, I told them to make the chicken chasseur, and even though it wasn't on the menu, they made it for me because yeah. they're so <laughs> classic. <laughs> but, like, you have to go with, like, you have to be, like, you have to base the stuff on what they already kind of have, right? Like... What's a chasseur? You know, like you have to. You can't just be like, I would like a curry, right? Chasseur, it's like I think it's kind of like a mushroom red sauce. You could maybe whip that out. Yum, 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 yum. That's good stuff. God. So you don't want to be a chef? Last time I saw t- you, I was kind of like Max should be a chef. I like cutting vegetables a lot. You like cutting them? Oh, I love to cut vegetables. And you could design a dish. Does this appeal to you? Um, I would be nervous. I'd do a bad job. Yeah, but you do you do a great job. I think I'd like to be a prep cook, the workhorse. Yeah. Well, dude, you could get a That's job a being good, a prep. Oh, I totally cook. get a job yeah. being a prep cook. And I didn't, like, I wouldn't really care if it was at a nice place. What if you were in school? Are, while you're going to work while you're in school, can you do no, that while you you're can't. in school? Can't. PA school is a ton of shit. Full time. It's like it's med like school. they they tell you they don't want you to work. Wow. It's, it's more than med school because you have to do the the school portion of med school in two years instead of three, because you need all the same knowledge. What is the difference then? I don't understand. The difference? Well, med yeah. school is one more year, and before you become a doctor, you I know. need like a six-year residency. So there's no, but like, what's the difference in what's the difference supposed to be between a PA and a doctor? Like, doctor tech like knows more. Technically, knows bigger more. assholes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you said you hate doctors. Everybody kind of hates person, doctors. Yeah, the kind of person that becomes a doctor sucks. <laughs> I was in the sauna the other day, and like, it's the sauna attached to my hospital. And I, I heard these two guys talking, and I thought, based on what they were saying, that maybe they were PA students. Okay. And I was like, and I, you know, I don't like talking to strangers, but I was kind of yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, the, you know, one of these guys. And Here I, I go. Like, I was like, are you guys, are you guys like PA students? And they're like, oh, no, 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 we're, we're doctors, we're doctors. <laughs> and then this was, and then one of them like, he went so far out of his way to be like, and this is when I didn't know what I was doing. I'm like much more experienced now. It's like I, w- I wasn't. But he like took offense that I would suggest that he might be a lower that is level so funny. medical provider. What a typical doctor move, like, uh, to to be like I'm not a PA, and then like he didn't even think about what if he's a PA, or if, like that's why he's asking. He's probably a PA or a PA student. Did you say that? Wait, did I say he's a PA student? Did you ask him if you asked him if he was a PA student, right? Yeah. And he goes, No, 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 no. no. He was actually talking about his like residency, which yeah. sounds like. It doesn't matter, but it's like, you so know what I mean? But he was, yeah, he was really, then we were just silent. It was awful. Wow. So, like, they are, they're assholes. Yeah. There you go, case in point. <laughs> yeah, they don't get to pick where they live. They don't have a youth. 
they wow yeah it sucks because of yeah you get well you get like your ch- top three choices and then right you get to match that's what matching is um i i don't even know how oh, it works okay. i did it in med student briefly yeah you probably know better than me uh you match it you met like you but that's for your residency you choose yeah, i mean you have to get you have to get like get a residency though right 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 and you um, pick your top three and then they and they pick if they how much they want you and they kind of correlate that yeah and if you're like not a good enough student they won't let you be a surgeon they'll no, make you, you be just, like yeah. like yeah. A, a hospitalist or something you have to just work somewhere else Sorry, yeah, you get to, you, your youth is gone. You don't get to pick where you live. Did you think about? Obviously, it seems like you didn't think about being a, a doctor. medical doctor. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be one until I was like forty-two. Forty-two, but at this rate, you'll be a PA when you're thirty-four, five or six. Thirty-five or six? Good yeah, it's too long, God. dude. It just sucks. Good lord. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of en route now, but yeah, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, you described this feeling where you're like, I keep being like, I'm not going to be a PA yet. And then you're like, well, I'm already on the kind of conveyor belt going towards PA, right? Yeah, I've done all this stuff, like spent some money, and but I kind of am like, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Why? Describe that feeling. I want to I wanna be a pirate. That's not a description of a feeling. I want. I wanted. I want some romance. Yeah. Okay. Right. I want to jump from from train cars and so like, and rob yeah. people. Like travel. You keep talking about your your, your Vietnam experience. You loved being in uh, Southeast Asia. That was fun. But even that was kind of like I'm there with my girlfriend and we're like having and it's it's really fun. But it wasn't like it wasn't very high octane. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. I want to get into trouble. You wanted to be like you want to be there like escaping the law. Yeah, like, like in, in, in Blood Meridian, the the book starts in New Orleans. Yeah, and they immediately meet this character. I think his name's like Pig's Blood. And he's this <laughs> he's this kid who like has had both his ears cut off, and you don't know why. And at one point they're in a hotel, and he's like, you don't you don't know why they're they're like he just like brings the main character to the hotel, and they're knocking on someone's door, and the guy doesn't come out, so he just sets the whole building on fire. Then they like run through the streets screaming. Holy shit! And it's really exhilarating. I'm like, I'm I'm trying to yeah set a hotel on fire. No, but like, what do you t- like? What do you mean by that? How are you gonna get that excitement? How are you gonna deal with this? You got a little bit of that in stand up. I got a little bit of it in architecture school too, just like stealing from conferences and, you know, stealing uh, booze from conferences. No, like pizzas. Really, from a conference? Yeah, we had this thing um, when there would be like a like a professional networking thing. Yeah. Uh, we wouldn't go, and we called it a code blue, and we would just try to coordinate how to steal food from the, <laughs> the networking <laughs> conference. And then the, like the kids that would go to those things would get worse grades than us, but would get better jobs ultimately <laughs> they would be networking at these things yeah yeah because you gotta you gotta network as like a business guy but like i was never gonna network no architecture school right well you said that if you were gonna be an architect you would have um you would have done it you would have like moved to do the kind of architecture you wanted to do you'd have to like move to denmark right or like somewhere yeah i probably would have shot for the netherlands netherlands yeah yeah that would be my number one spot uh, because they ha- they build the kind of stuff that you... I just like a few of the architects there a lot. Okay. There's ones in Belgium I really like. Denmark's got a f- few cool... P- I kind of don't like the Denmark ones. I thought I liked them, and then I went to Denmark, and it was like, you guys kind of suck. Oh, okay. Another one. That's a whole different place than, than Denmark. Yeah. They're culturally kind of similar. Okay. They're Netherlands both, is weirder. They're like they're more... They're both Scandinavian? I no, Netherlands is not Scandinavia. Up. I always fuck this up. Netherlands is kind of its own thing. Scandinavia is Norway, Norway, Sweden, Finland, Denmark. 
and Denmark. Four yeah. countries are the Netherlands. I think it's just four. Or no, I think Greenland and Iceland are also Scandinavia. Scandinavia. I could be wrong about that, though. All right. And then Denmark, is that in mainland Europe? Is that like in on the continent I there? I think it's an island. Okay. But it's like very near to the mainland. Gotcha. All right. Like you can you can take a like a train to Sweden. Right, the same way that you yeah would take yeah. a train to France if you're in England. Through the tunnel. But the it like tunnel. goes over the water, I think. Oh, neat. neat. Yeah. Okay, so it's not that bad. It's like Staten Island. <laughs> yeah, Denmark's the Staten Island of Europe. Sure. <laughs> and now that's in my mind forever. <laughs> that connection's been forged, and there we are. We're stuck there. Boom, boom, boom. I remember walking around Denmark, and like I was doing some like bad bit with my friend about really? you? how like we a bad bit about how much we miss guns. Um, <laughs> and you're like from America? these two like beautiful men just started like laughing in our faces. Well, yeah, because you're being so American, right? Well, I think they didn't they didn't know that we were... And, like, I don't blame them because it's not like it was very funny and there's, like, a language thing. Yeah. But, like, they thought that, like, we legitimately just really miss guns. That's great. Well, you gave them... <laughs> you gave them... You, like, perpetuated the American stereotype for them for the rest of their lives. They're going to keep telling that story. Like, in my limited experience with Americans, they love guns. They were here. They missed their guns. They were only been here for five days. They missed their guns. And there's, like, no way we could have corrected them and be like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm just not very funny. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with irony? Um, um, that's what I'm attempting to do. Um, I do this thing where I run something that's kind of funny into the ground in hopes that that crash will be more humorous than mm-hmm. if I didn't attempt anything. <laughs> and they'd be like, duh. Everyone always knew I was, like, just looking at me knew I was American. It really bothered me. It's like, oh, I just dress bad. Yeah, it must be. And I, like, I went there thinking, like, oh, I, I'm just wearing button-up shirts and stuff. But I was like, knew. no, I guess they were bad ones. They, you weren't wearing capri pants. Or what's, what's no, the No, Danish people are, like, the best-dressed people, I think. What does that mean, though? They just look great. They wear lots of dark colors. They wear, like, scars, but it's cool. What's the fit, like? It, the out, it, the, it's uh, like it, they're, doing, they're doing mixtures of, like, very loose and very tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight you know pants, I mean? big, flowy blouse. It's very, pirate. like, best of Pinterest. Pinterest. Okay, okay. okay. I okay. got it in my head that you pronounce it Pinterest, Pinterest. and I'm, I mean, I'm stuck on it. Yeah, it's interest with a P. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, my my mentor in college was a one of the most subscribed to Pinterest accounts. No way. Mm-hmm. Because of architecture? Mostly because of fashion. She was a fashion designer. Oh, nice. But she taught architecture. Wowzer. Well, what is fashion but architecture of the body? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I guess bodybuilding is the architecture of the body. And then the dressing, the painting of the house is... Yeah, you got it worked out. Yeah, I think it's a that's an airtight metaphor. <laughs> Simile, I suppose. Um, in what way do you lack endurance? <laughs> well, I just <laughs> I don't do s- stuff for a long period of time. Right, you did architecture for four years. Yeah, I can do it really fast, and then I stop after a couple years. Right, like the Tim, like like like, how, like do you relate to like, like that Tim Ferriss thing where he's like, I'm gonna go learn and become the best at tango. So I'm going to go to Brazil uh, or wherever for, like, you know, three months. By the end of it, I'm going to do a tango competition, and I'm going to be um, ranked among the best tango in the world. I think that sounds cool. Right. Um, I don't think it sounds doable. Why not? I mean, I don't. Th- I, I think that I, I could see my – I mean, I'm not interested in tango, but, But like, that kind of thing appeals to you. Like, I like – like, now I have, like, hobbies for the first time. Yeah. And, like, I like – like, I'm pretty good at cooking. Yeah. I'm not going to, like, Cooking's pursue it – 
very seriously. And yeah. I don't even like I when I was first learning and I was like doing it all the time. And now I kind of just like cook like one big thing a week, maybe two, do small stuff here and there. You do great stuff. Um but I it's made just your a hobby. for my family on Christmas. Oh, you did that recipe? Yeah. It's good, right? So good. Weird with to make. Christmas carnitas with um <laughs> Christmas carnitas. With cuz it tasted like Christmas. I was it was like it was like October when I had them and I was like this is a Christmas dish. It's like with orange peel, orange, orange zest, peel, clove. Um clove. That's that's yeah, that's how you get to the Yeah, that's the Christmas stuff. There's cinnamon the bay stick. Leaf, cinnamon stick. Yeah. Exactly. There's a little bit of spice to it. It's so the, good. The first the time I made down. that, I was like this is this, this is a stupid way of cooking something. But it was delicious. You just put chunks of pork in water. Yeah, right. And until the water goes away. Until the water goes away. And yeah, it's I, good. I thought it was kind of good, and then I cooked it for like three more hours, and then it became really good. Yeah. We ate it for one meal, and everyone was like, yeah, nice. And then lunch the next day was like way, way, better. Yeah, stuff way like better. that gets better when it sits. Way, way, way better. That's like so all good. I cook now. It's just like stewed stuff that I stew for a long time. Because that, well, that makes it, I mean, that that takes all the process out of it. I love that. Where it's like, like a steak, I can fuck it up. Um, I'm good at steak, for example, but like, um, it's a bad example, but like, um, steak is like the quickest. But if you do like, but a, a medium thing is hard for me. A if long you're trying thing to cook a lot of food, and you do something that needs to be cooked to temp, you can get it right. You might not, and if you do get it right, it'll only be good right after you eat it. It'll get way worse the next day. Like if you do yeah. like a like prime rib or something, right. that's way worse the next day. Right, but the um, slow stuff. But a, a stew will get better. It'll get better like two days later. Why is that? I don't know. I think it maybe it like breaks down more. But yeah, that stuff is. Um. I feel like a, a hobby type thing like that, or like working out, is like. So your hobbies are cook- cooking and working out. Yeah, that's it. Um, not, bad, not bad. And um, I'm like fine at both. Right. So and it's like fun, and I can I can think about them, and I can do I do doing two things at once. Never done two things instead at of once. like doing one thing hard as you possibly can, like, like ruining my body yeah. and my mind. Like wake up, yeah, focus on comedy to an absurd degree, go to sleep, repeat for three years, four years. Yeah. That guy you had on Michael Rowland. Yeah. I was so impressed with his description of consistent work. Oh, describe. it sounded tell me. so like idyllic. To tell me, me, tell me. Where he just like, it doesn't seem like he does like a back-breaking amount of work. Yeah. But he does an amount of work that like, if you've tried to do stand-up, you know that like, writing for like two hours a day, like every day, and having it be productive, and then like running and like doing new material on shows, like a whole set oh of new material, God. like yeah, that, that type of awesome. stuff, on top of working out and like like eating pretty good, like that's that's impressive. That's like. No one is doing that, really. Exactly. So some people are doing it, but basically not. But it's like good. He's got no other jobs, but that kills it. Like that, 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 that he definitely does, helps. It works. I mean, it's working for him. And he's in, he's in incredible shape too. Incredible I had shape. like practically no job though. I could like I remember when people people would always complain about like like oh this guy like his parents give him money or whatever. Right, right. And it's like I was I didn't have that, but like I had my situation worked out where if I wanted to work harder or like work out on top of them I could have done it me too yeah. I was just a shit I was underemployed it was great I mean like I had the same thing where I was like making enough money I was broke where I, was, like, I couldn't like be buying a new TV or a couch or whatever like no, no big expense could ever be like a, a great idea um, but I was getting by on oh, time rich money poor time rich yeah and the only time you don't have is the time when everybody's hanging out so it's kind of like perfect weekend. for right. perfect for working, but working's hard to do. Right, people will be like, "You're always working." I'm like, "That's not true. I'm working on Saturday and Sunday, and the rest of the, I'm like, I'm right there. I'm super available." That's I like hated that shit. That's why we hung out a lot. Yeah, 
I liked it. I like. I mean, like, if I had a job, like, you go to the park on Saturday. The park on Saturday sucks so bad. Everywhere sucks on Saturday. Like every, every like Wait, the why golf does the park course suck on because it's full, it's crowded. Yeah, yeah, I don't like crowds. The park, the coffee shop, the um, bookstore—it's all incredibly full on Saturday, and it's um, the only time these people have off. So like, they're—it's like you're—you picked the wrong schedule. Like it's there's, so dumb. There's something surreal about like when I was in Chicago, especially when there was Movie Pass. Yeah, and like you would just go like you're walking around Chicago. It's like kind of deserted always. Like your primary experience yeah. of Chicago in the daylight is emptiness. Yeah, so you're just in this empty, like nice kind of <laughs> decrepit, but decrepit in a very appealing way. It's like one of the best. I think it's one of the best cities ever. Um, and you yeah, just and you just like what, what was that theater in Lakeview that uh, you had to go up the weird escalator thing? You had to like go up a, in a spiral. It was like kind of kind of an indie theater. You don't know uh, this one? It was right by uh, not Magic Box, huh? It wasn't Music Box. Music Box. Jesus. Have you never been to this one? God. Well, well it know. was like it's it's very kind of melancholy. Not and a chain. There's all, there's all these. No, definitely not a chain. Okay. It's a it's a landmark. So landmark. it is a chain actually. Gotcha. But the building is really fucking weird. I never went that one. And I would just go and see free movies all the time, and I'd be like the only one in the theater. Yeah. And if I didn't like the movie, I'd just leave. Isn't that great? And go have a sandwich. Fantastic. It was weird. It was cool. That's the only way to live. Honestly, like, yeah, like if you golf, God, you golf like on the weekends. It's like you're. I have someone that was always crawling up your ass, like behind you, and you're. Someone's in front of you. And you're waiting for them. On the weekday, it's just exactly what it should be, which is like you're out in nature and you're enjoying it. You're not thinking about other people or like what or the courtesy and all that stuff. It makes yeah. me so anxious. I do think that that's a real. I don't think it's a societally coveted value but it is like having a lot of like empty daytime is pretty nice it's so nice and right the weekends there's all that pressure to like hang out and make the you go to the baby shower you go to the way all the stuff you have to do you know like there's parties and there's yeah um meeting like it's like you can't you and if you want if you want to spontaneously hang on a weekend you can't because everyone's already planned out their weekend they're gone on a trip or they're doing something you know what i mean like I remember one time I took off work so I could go to a late late breakfast. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was always sour. I couldn't go to late late. There were Saturdays, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always like, was like weekend. Okay. I went to it and I was like, fun comedy. I was kind show. of like overwhelmed by all the hubbub of it. Right. It's a whole scene. Yeah. It was Everyone's happening. having a. They're hanging out and they're exactly. having fun, drinking during the day. Um, yeah, everyone's there. Um, There's a lot of yelling. It's kind of like a mic, but it's not at all. You know what I mean? Like the material it's like no one's working on material there you could choose whether or not you could do you could do like a game or you could do a set remember that yeah you could have had the option everyone chose game and the game would be like okay try to do your jokes while someone's making you into a mashed potato bowl yeah and to be the mashed potato game they'd be a fun name for it and they'd be wacky i remember i got the game where it was like you like just crush really hard yeah, killing it. It was just weird. That makes you feel crazy. Yeah, it's not. It's not like good. <laughs> no, that's like a certain kind of torture. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it almost feels episode. like you're being made fun of. Of course. <laughs> it's a Twilight Zone episode where the, that's the comedian's hell. Is he goes? Oh, really? Or like it's like um, it's one of those monkey's paw thing where it's like, yeah. oh, you want laughs? Here you go. Everyone's they laugh at everything. Laughing. He scratches his nose. They laugh. Twilight Zone uh, aged really well. Yeah, it did. a lot of it's still like super watchable. Right. Some of it's like they're doing an effect where like people disappear and they just like you know they like 
cut and then make the person leave the set and then they disappear and it's like this isn't that impressive of an yeah. effect you can't i'm sure this was really great the first time someone saw that i read somewhere that when movies were the first movie to do a close-up it like terrified people because they didn't they didn't couldn't comprehend that you like couldn't see they thought their head was like cut off oh my god is the actor's head cut off oh the humanity <laughs> oh no and they're all big they're too big they yeah, just well, made their head big and then cut it off <laughs> <laughs> They're stuck in there. Free them. Someone give them some food. They're pushing mashed potatoes under the guy's mouth. Eat something. Yeah, a lot of your Twilight Zones had a lot of mashed potatoes in them. No, I was. Or no, that was late. Thank breakfast. you very much. Yeah, mashed taters. And why would you get those? If you could have grits, you shouldn't have mashed potatoes. Although, yes, I should. cannot believe that grits are corn. How weird is that? Yeah, it's cornmeal. It's basically the same thing as polenta. Yeah, same thing as polenta. Yeah. Um, the consistency is so delicious. I don't miss mashed. I could I could switch out every uh, mashed potato for grits the rest of my life. I'm not think? with you. Really? I like them both. You like them both? Wait, but you got to pick one. Mashed potatoes. potatoes. There you go. Yeah. There you go. I would have pureed cauliflower. It's got less carbs. Dude, I'm kidding. so sick of pureed cauliflower. Do you do that? Yeah. I love it. Do you you boil it first? I don't love it, but you you steam it. Yeah, I steam it and mash it. And just you put it with a bunch of fat. And do you uh mash it yourself? Yeah. Wow. Or I'll put in like a food processor. Well, yeah, that's the way to do it. Sometimes you can, if you have one of those the, mashers. Yeah? You can, that's easy to do? It, it's nice because you can get it more like grainy, you It'll know? It'll be a little bit lumpier. Yeah. In a good way? Yeah, sometimes that's good. That's especially good with mashed potatoes. When you get a mashed oh, potato, it's not like it. perfectly smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it feels unnatural. Um, at French restaurants, mashed potatoes will be more than or there'll be less than half potato. It's less primarily than. butter and cream. Oh my god. And then it's just like a it's like a thin pudding almost. God, we've had some rich food in the last 24 hours. Jeez. Yeah. We had a we had a rich midnight snack at Verdi Mart um, which fucked us all the way up. It was like we That's like what a bodega is, right? I never went to one of those. Yeah, yeah. I've heard so much about really? that. Really? Okay, yeah. Uh, bodegas, yeah. It's like a convenience store with it's, a... And they're like really good, right? With a griddle. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Like, it's a great bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich. Or like a great um, chicken you, patty. You seem not impressed by it. It's good. It's like, it's 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 good. It's good cheap food. I love that. It's not like something special, though. Like, I would get like a Reuben. It'd be kinda, it could be kind of bad. Would you like put it on par with like Jerry's food? Yeah, absolutely. Jerry's is like a little... Uh, was was our rest in peace a little diner in uh, Chicago? That Very one that one hit me more than any other closing. Yeah, because because Jerry's was always supposed to close. It always like, <laughs> like every day I went there. Yeah, I, was I like, heard is that it they closed? were planning yeah. on closing. Yeah, yeah. It was a twenty four hour diner where I think like a burger was six bucks. Like it was like everything was like super cheap. Blackbird uh, closing was a real bummer, but then they opened Big Kids, and I feel like that was a real that was like a silver lining thing. I went to Blackbird. I think I actually applied there before I moved. I interviewed there. They didn't give it to me. It's a really, it was a really good waiter job. Yeah, it was a really hard one. That's but what I wanted. You realize you don't. I realize you don't need a really good waiter job you, in Chicago. You could just have like a medium one. If you time. had that job in Chicago, you'd be like, yeah. They they told me their waiters were making like six hundred a night. Yeah, insane. In Chicago, that's fucking crazy. And but like the level of knowledge you'd have to have and like deference yeah. and like the level they have of like service. a huge wine list you have to wear a suit you have to be all nice i'm sure you'd get used to it and be able to blow it up in and not be and I'm, but I'm like I, you never were swamped 
No, I you bet. were no, you were swamped. They you they swamped it was it was crazy this. how many tables they gave the waiters there. Really? Yeah. That's why they make money. That's why they make more money. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, every yeah, time I, I had really a good re- job like that, I would make not a lot of money because, like, at the Michelin star, Michelin star vegetarian focused restaurant called La Jardinier in Manhattan. It had in a Washington. Michelin star. The Michelin, they got one while I was while I was working there. Whoa! Um, and all the food was great, and uh, well, it was super good. Uh, it was uh, very fresh and uh, technically good. I didn't like what they did. Really. Yeah. Um, also, one Michelin we- star places in Chicago where it was a. Uh, could go either way. There were some really bad ones. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I wouldn't like, like, I wouldn't, definitely wouldn't pay the prices. I wouldn't even pay half price and take you to lunch there. Like, huh. and what's funny is the most popular thing was chicken milanese, just fried chicken. It's like a fried chicken. It's like a big chicken patty. Huh. A big, thin chicken patty. Um, that was the most popular thing. I think they had, like, a steak for a million dollars, and they had, uh, everyone would get, like, the salad and, like, uh, the lentils. You can get lentils. Like, what, what was that place in Logan Square? The, um... It was like an inn. They had nope. brunch there. I've definitely been there with you. Uh, an inn, huh? They had a brunch there. I remember they had a fried chicken roulade. It was like this like rolled up fried chicken. Ooh. They yeah. did like a PBR breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm um, talking about. Longman and Eagle. Longman and Eagle. Longman and Eagle. They, they lost their star, but that place- That had, food was so good. It had, uh, but like that, that place is rated as high as Schwa. Schwa has right. one star. Right, Schwa should have three stars. Yeah, Schwa's. They're never going to give Schwa three stars because of the service. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's better than every other three Michelin star except like Alinea. Do they offer still sparkling? That's a they do do that. Yeah, they have to do that. I right? think they charge uh, twenty for the sparkling. Oh yeah, they give you like a bottle of sparkling. Yeah, yeah. I love sparkling water. I do Seltzer. too. I think it's good for you, or maybe it's bad. I don't know. Oh yeah. Okay. Interesting point. <laughs> I think it's good for you, or maybe bad. I don't. Know. I like run everything through that filter now. Health, yeah. Wait, how long has this kick been going on since you've seen the alcoholics and the? Uh, yeah, probably <laughs> like four you. months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're at, you're, the, you're the healthiest you've ever been, right now. I would say like th- four weeks ago, I was in. I was the healthiest I ever was. I'm yeah. probably like ten pounds up. And now we're eating like just the grossest shit. Yeah. We ate a foot long. Yeah, this is like. Oh boy. I'm like packing all this travel into right now, and it's uh, it's really screwing me up. Because then I'm going to get home from this. I'm going to try to lose weight. Then, like, a few weeks, I'm going to Peru. What? Yeah, I'm doing a medical mission in Peru. You're going to Peru in a few weeks? Um, In, like, mid-May. Oh, my God. Yeah. What are you going to do there? I'm going to be a CNA. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do a shitty job <laughs> in Peru. I don't speak. The worst job. I don't speak Spanish. I think, uh, oh, boy. So, like, I don't know up. what. I think it's going to be a little bit like I'm going to help move stuff around and. Yeah. Put it this on my well, application. Could you do your job uh, here without speaking to anybody? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> I think you're like moving bodies. I think you're doing grunt work. Sometimes, like, th- there's a huge Hmong population in Wisconsin. All right. So we get, like, Hmong people, and I just can't help them. Where are they from? M- uh, so Hmong people are from either northeastern Laos or northern Vietnam. Okay. They, they don't. They're, Hmong? They, Hmong is its own language. It's and similar. It's, it's, I guess, it's it like an ethnic identity? minority. Okay. Yeah. Um, I met a bunch of Hmong people in Vietnam. It sounds like a Star Trek thing, like the Hmong people, you know, like on the Hmong yeah. planet. I grew up with tons of Hmong people because I was in Wisconsin. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, they they all they all moved. Uh, uh, it was because of, after the Vietnam War, Laos was like, I believe Laos got bombed more than any other p- place in history. Jesus. And there's like oh so much God. Asian orange. When you're walking around those places, they, there's people, and they're like our age because yeah. that was the age when like, like, 
like 40 years ago, that's when all the Agent Orange stuff was like just like matriculating in the soil and stuff. And they're all when they're so babies, there's there's all, all deformed. these deformed people. Oh, my there's God. so many. Jesus. Also Christ. in in Laos, they still estimate there's like millions of landmines that they just haven't found. Live. Yeah, so alive, so yeah. tons of kids in, in like villages, and it's only the most like far away villages right. will just blow their legs off. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I remember going to the they call it the um, the American Genocide Museum, which is their museum about the Vietnam, Vietnam War. War. Yeah, and like it's, it's crazy. Good. Did you go to it? Yeah, it's that's it's, wild. It's, it's like I like a white guy in that place. Is I'm be not insane. like pro Vietnam. Like I think Vietnam was like a bad idea, but I had never, I never like heard it told from a Vietnamese perspective. Yeah, holy shit. And they're just like, well, they killed 300 million people. No, I mean they just call it a genocide. It, was it 300 million people? I believe that's the number. Yeah, that is so many. People. That's a lot of people. That's 50, actually that can't be it. So I think 300,000. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. 300 million. That's like so much more than yeah, 50 <laughs> <Yeah>. holocausts. <laughs> Um, but I remember there was this one. There was a whole part of the museum about uh, McCain, John McCain. Yeah, McCain, who was like he was, uh, he was captured, a POW in the Hanoi. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and they they make it sound like they were treating him so well. That like the whole the whole thing is about how like they call McCain, him the Hanoi Hilton. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's ironic. Or I not. mean, I think he wasn't treated well, but also it's like why would he be treated well? Yeah, I, mean, I would treat him like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was like trying to like fly a plane and shoot a bunch of Vietnamese children. Um, but they're just like, yeah, he learned a lot, really appreciated his time, and after the war, he would come back and visit Vietnam a lot because he liked it so much. No, really? <laughs> yeah. He was there for a long time, wasn't he? There for like five I think he was there years. a long time. They like broke his bones oh, and stuff. Lord. Yeah, right. And it's hard to feel bad. You kind of feel bad. He was almost president. Pretty close. He was. A, I think he was a cool guy. You respect him? Why? I liked uh, I liked that thing. I remember listening to some episode of the Daily where he was like, it was when he was running against Obama. Yeah. And um, he yeah he could be almost anybody but Obama probably. He so he was like regard well regarded. But he he was just talking about Obama, and then um, someone in the the uh, in the audience, this like old lady, was like, "Obama's a filthy Muslim or something," and he's like, "Wait a second, he I don't want him to win, but he's a good guy." He didn't say he's not a Muslim, though. Um, I don't think he said that, but he he did like a Muslim. He's it, a good it, guy. It didn't, it didn't sound like he was. He sounded good in it. Like yeah. he sounded like, and it was definitely a moment he where respect. he could have capitalized and been like, "Yeah, he sucks," right. you know. Sure, but he was sure. just like, "No, he's a good man." He's just I don't like with his stuff. Nice respect. Okay, that's fine. pretty good. I have some respect for that. I sure. mean, he probably voted on a bunch of bad stuff. And, yeah. Um. But he was, you know, he's probably nice to servers. I bet he was, yeah. Yeah. We had Nancy Pelosi in our restaurant. Oh, did you? Everyone clapped and stood up when she was leaving. Yeah, thanks. thanks Everybody Nancy. loves. People love Democrats. Oh, wait, do people love Nancy? People don't like Nancy Pelosi. No, not even. Like, it's like only like people who are it's like. Only my up, dad. Exactly. Like, straight up, like, MSNBC Democrats. Yeah. Um, because if you're, like, at all progressive, you're like, well, she's making the agenda and she's blocking votes. She's, you know. Summerhouse used to get a lot of like the richest people in the country. You get like Guggenheims and like Pritzkers and yeah. stuff. And then everyone would freak out and you had to like treat them really well and they would just like order a sandwich. Yeah, right. They just eat lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's a beautiful place. It's a nice looking room. Yeah, we've full of really some awful of the people. Best restaurants in the country. You and I. I mean, like relative, like the top good, 1%. Good one. Top, top 1% of the country. Probably top one percent, but I'm like only concerned with like the top three percent, and I put Jerry's in there with the top 
3%? Yeah, of all restaurants. Top 0.3? So, no, no, top three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but so many restaurants are so bad. I know. There's a lot of very bad bad restaurants. Try. That's a cool thing about here is like, like we were trying to go to that one crawfish place. Right. It was closed. We just went to a random one and it was amazing. street, delicious, delicious Yeah, we just went to the nearest one. Very good. Yeah. That's a good sign. We stayed parked at the place that was closed and walked across the street to another place. Yeah. I took a picture of that and it's like such a... It's just some such a picture that I would be jealous of. Oh yeah, it's just such a beautiful plate of. Yeah, you're taking all these pictures. Are you are you uh, are you, uh, are you posting these anywhere? You're not. No, I just show them Sheer. Show them Sheer girlfriend. This <laughs> <laughs> is what I ate. <laughs> I'm eating this. Yeah. It's wild how boring your life has you become. Can, yeah. Well, I think you are. Or uh, just lame. Lame is the right word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said that last time. But it's like I like showing her the picture of the food. Right. <laughs> I'm showing my girlfriend the picture. She I'm like, oh, what it. did you have for dinner? I'm like, oh, that sounds good. Sounds delicious. Uh, I, I just enjoyed that exchange. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that where your desire to be a pirate comes from? Is like you want to have some danger, some novelty in your life that you're not getting in this? Because I'm sure people have the same thing you have. Um, in the pandemic, a lot of couples are like this, where they just like hold up with their couple. I feel like people have gotten really coupley. Yeah, or yeah. totally alone. Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I feel like a lot of people are in relationships that they might not have been in. Sure. Yeah. Settled. Yeah. Of course. Um, yeah. A lot of people are, like he, during the Austin freeze, he like Dan Pajeski, he like lived with a girl for like four days. He had just met basically. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's something. They were holed up. And they broke up with her. Why did he break up with her? I don't know. It didn't work out? I don't know. Days after. Days after. <laughs> Shout out to Dan. He might, li- he might, he might, he might listen. Dan. Hey. I don't even know if I've met him. Like, I know who he is. I definitely yeah, right. saw him. But I don't know if we ever spoke. I have yeah. no idea. That's comedy for you. What are you going to do to get this, well, uh, to get, a, get this, like, sort of, like, uh, this pirate uh, life in your life? Do you have plans for that? Um, you, so maybe are you getting itchy again? Because like, it seems like every couple of years you get a little itchy and you want to leave the thing you're doing. Because you did architecture for four years. You did comedy for four years. Now you're, now you're in the CNA PA track. You're about two, three years in. I'm really sick, itch. At, like, sick of like spending so much time at the beginning of stuff. Right, okay. Like, I spent my whole 20s and now I'm 31 and I'm like a CNA. Yeah, right. Which is a, a bad job. People do it, do it out of high school. I didn't know how bad of a job it was until you were telling me earlier i didn't really get like i mean you like clean like infected shit yeah like not just shit (laughs) like shit that if you touch your family will die not just (laughs) (laughs) and you do that like all the time you like go into a room you have to wear this like mask that hurts like masks that people haven't even seen (laughs) but like make an n95 look comfortable (laughs) and if you don't everyone dies (laughs) all the time the, yeah, the it's a hundred percent, not ninety five percent, like the N ninety five does. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. Are you still wearing those? I haven't had that. Mu- I haven't had to wear them a lot lately. For a while, I think like after we became, after we sort of got done with COVID, they were giving us a lot of patients that like had airborne uh, type viruses and so stuff. So it's like, like like not COVID, but different air, airborne. Like stuff. there's a lot of tuberculosis, right? Stuff like that. People still get tuberculosis. It's yeah. So crazy. A lot. Not a lot, but people get it. Wow. People get a lot in third world countries. Uh, I don't think it's super common in America. Why is that? Because the air quality is bad. Do we have a vaccine for that? Um, No. We have a test for it. Okay. But, I, yeah, there's no vaccine for it. You don't get it very often. Yeah, but, like, people in India get TB all the time. Ugh. 
I think the only the last person I saw with TB died. Oh people just die. You ever hold a dead yeah. body? No. It's weird. You've held ma- you've held many. I've, I put people in body bags. The guy Holy I was like talking to a few hours ago. No way. Yeah. God damn. It's great. Like when I was in a hospice, the people that are dying, it's like they're they're almost already dead. Like yeah. they can't. They generally can't talk to you. Okay. You know. But when people someone dies in an internal medicine unit, it's like often sudden. Jeez. One time there was this guy. I think he's the last guy I saw die, and he. His, like, heart, just, like, his pulse, like, dropped really low, and they, like, called a rapid response on him. And then in the middle of the rapid response, they're like, oh, wait, actually, he's, uh, he's DNR. Oh. So they, they were die. getting ready to, like, do the, the CPR. Yeah. yeah and, like, DN, uh, DN. And then everyone just walked out and let him die. What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. That's got to be <laughs> some real fucking special. Jesus. Yeah, how rap- does, what's that? How does that uh, affect you? Like, how does, how, how does that hit you? Um, it doesn't bug me too much. About like spiritually, like as a as a person who's seeing people leave the world. Um, how do you think about it? I think it it makes me worried that I'm that there's something fucked up about me that I don't. I'm yeah. not bothered by it more. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I, I like held a, this dude Robert Tand as he died. As you died? Yeah. Go on. And then I just went about my day. I like talked. I thought about it. I like reflected on it. But I wasn't like. Um, you know, you feel like you should learn, like learned a lesson, or like gotten some. No, and I wasn't like I wasn't like sad, like I wasn't like hurt by it. I was kind of just like, yeah, we. I was I was was the only one in the room. We were watching the view. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's something people don't realize is like daytime TV. The the sickest people. The the backdrop is always daytime TV. (laughs) They're watching the soup. No, that's a bad. They're watching the chew or like the view. Or um, the view is like the four women, right? Yeah. Whoopi was on it for a while. Yeah, um, I don't think she's on it anymore. Now Megan McCain's on it. Yeah, she or, is on it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. Uh. Another, Drew Barrymore now has a daytime show that's very popular in the hospital. I bet. I bet. It's not good. It's not good. No. She's fun though. Um. She's zany. Yeah. Exactly. She's fun. She dances probably, right? Ellen. Speaking of dancing, of course. Is Ellen still on? Yeah. Didn't she, like, get canceled? Well, yeah, they got mad at her for the way she treated her workers, but she's definitely still on. Huh. She had a cute way of saying, uh, sorry, I think. It was cute, <laughs> and it was over. She, um, I remember seeing her host, like, the Oscars or something, and I was kind of like, Ellen's got, like, she's got chops. Yeah, she's funny. Yeah. She's quick. She knows how to tell jokes. She's kind of dry. Creepy. Yeah. She's she's, great. she's probably, like, a killer when she was doing stuff. Oh, I bet. And, like... Back in the, I mean, back in the day, like it, that would be. Now you see lesbians in comedy all the time, but back in the day, it'd be like, oh, this is an interesting new kind of person. Who was that one hair. lady that kind of? She was like bigger and she, she dressed poorly. She was like a big comic. She was funny. Rosie O'Donnell. No. Um, <laughs> Paula Poundstone. Yes. All right. Yeah, yeah. Boom. I thought she was good. I never seen her do anything. She's um, she's funny. She's she played. like stayed funny old. I love that. Yeah, she yeah. was good. Well, yeah. Do you think if you get back into comedy, which that's what everyone asked me about, and that's what that's what everyone asked me about you is that if you didn't get back into it, Tucker wants to know. I'm just, we're going to see him later this week in New Orleans. I'm looking forward to seeing Tucker. Um, yeah, it'll be good. I mean, I'm already like uh, you're maxed out <laughs> <laughs> for lack of a better word. Uh, yeah, I'm like, let's bring someone else in. It's great. We've had our time. We've had our time. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, long term hangouts are you don't do them. 
like the all day stuff. Usually when you hang out with somebody, you hang out with them for like four hours. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah I kind of like learned when you involve that from the showering you. and the bathroom and yeah. yeah. Like I, I always think about when we went on that tour and like, like go to a library or something. Go to a library. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's both be quiet at the same time. Yeah. Because we're not going to be able to just be like firing and all and that's why it's like well let's start drinking again it's a thing we can do you know like, yeah that's probably why we drank last night yeah <laughs> although no no i said like i really feel like uh having some drinks max um because i but also that's because like when i'm with somebody i'm itching i'm like max is making me drink and i realize like no no max doesn't drink anymore really like you're making max drink yeah which is odd you know it's an odd reversal it was so strange to have dinner with noodleman and noodleman be like be like oh what cocktail are you gonna get because I've pushed Noodleman to drink a million times. A million times. And, and I, like, I, I went into that dinner being like, I'm probably not going to drink. But I, like, I'm also, like, really easy to, yeah, to push. get to do anything. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. I'm never going to be like, no. Right. A, I yeah. never do that. So, no. Noodleman. When's the last time you saw him? A few weeks ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was in Chicago. We just went to Chicago to get some meals. It's such a wonderful city. Restaurants are back. Oh, They're back. Great. What was your occasion of visiting Chicago? I just wanted to go to restaurants. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you stay with somebody? No. Yeah, we just got we got a really cheap hotel. Super nice. Um, yeah, hotels hotels are so cheap right now. It was crazy. Where'd you stay? Uh, it was somewhere in Lakeview. It was called like the Willows. Felt super like old school. Was it um, very small? It was a small. It was maybe like five stories tall. It was near was where Weichelbaum used to live. Was the room small? Uh, no. Nice. All right. Cool. Yeah, it was like a giant bed. It was comfortable. It was cool soap. I love that. Did you ever a get wowed soap. by a soap? Yes. Yeah. 100%. There was a, um, it's still there. There's a restaurant called uh, Mott Street, and they started a burger. They had a burger that they would only sell at very specific times. They wound up making sort of a small Cheval-style restaurant called Mini Mott that just has just the burger. burger. It's it's one of the best burgers in Chicago. We got to um, have it. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's a great burger, but um, the, the soap at Mini Mott blew me away really it blew me Amazing. away it was the best soap i've ever used <laughs> the, and smell? It, the smell the was feel? really good the feel was really good but the smell stayed with you i love that it was like that i had that soap on me for hours and uh and that, that can you create like i i i, I uh, hooked up with this girl and she had great soap and then i was at um cory wood's house in lubbock texas tonight and he had the same soap and i was just like whoa it all came right was back it like lubbock soap it was no it was meyer it was oh, meyer, uh, yeah. meyer that's a, that's lemon good. something soap it's kind of like the go-to good soap. And someone else, someone else had it, Meyer, and I was like, "Oh, I love this Meyer soap. It smells so good." And they go, "Oh, you like it?" And I go, "Yeah." And she goes, "Let's dial, pour it into a Meyer soap bottle." And I was like, "Oh, you got me. I'm a sham. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a soap." Are you Doc Browners? <laughs> what do I use on my body? I like Doc Browners. Uh, my brother uses that, um, so I use that whenever I'm showering. In I his feel like vicinity. it's a lifestyle. <laughs> he has his. Um, he puts his manifesto around it. Um, there's all yeah. those words around it because he's I trying to sell manifestos. He's crazy. He's this blind German guy who just he all he did was speak in those manifestos all day. Really, he yeah. is crazy. He's super crazy. Yeah. Why did it get so successful? There must have been somebody who was like it's great soap. No, I think it it caught on with like hippies. Hemp. And he he, yeah. he was lecturing a lot. Okay. And like people thought he was like maybe like a prophet, a like messiah. Some people. Sure. And he, he really thought that soap was gonna like fix the world. That's so. It says great. it on the bottle. That's so great. <laughs> Anything good happens because somebody cared about something way, way, way too much, like unreasonably so. 
like food is the same way. Oh, you think something good will happen? If well, anything that's like a good, like a great train is like somebody really gave too oh, much yeah. of a shit about trains to the point where they thought that trains would probably solve everything. And um, now that I think about it, trains would solve a lot in this country right now. A high-speed rail oh, that'd would be do cool. a whole lot. Would do a whole lot. Get on it, Pete. I like the look of trains. Pete Buttigieg. Me too. Oh, is he? He's a train guy. He's the no. He's just the transit secretary. Now I really enjoyed like when he first came around. Pete. Yeah, like All when right. he first popped. He popped up super early because like the primaries went so long. Yeah. People thought he was great. I remember talking to Billy Dean about him, and Billy's like, "Yeah, he's like a good." He's a good option. And then, like, everyone hated him. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. As soon as he started being, like, he's like, I got to be kind of, like, the Biden dude, you know? Yeah, he no, he tacked to the middle. He uh, he realized there's an opening in the middle. He was gunning for Biden's sort of people. Like, he he tried to steal Bernie and Warren. I was so into the 2020 primary. Jesus it was, Yeah, it was more fun than the election. Yeah, exactly. I just t- tuned out at the election. Yeah. Oh, God, I was so into the primary. It was so fun. Uh, every day. It was so Yeah, I was I was reading fun. stuff. Yeah, Warren. For a while, I was like, what's there, like between Warren and Sanders, is there any difference? And the difference was like, well... Sanders believes the things he's saying, and Warren will fold it in a second. Was kind of the consensus, and uh, I guess I don't know. I don't think she wanted to do Medicare for all. No, she didn't. But she just she's said, like, "I got to do it." Right. But Pete said he did for a little bit too, and then he was like, "Ah, Medicare, Medi- Medicare for all who want it." They're so shifty, man. They'll just shift it to a debt. Medicare for all who want it. Oh, great. That sounds good too. I feel like even that's like too many words. Yeah, yeah, but it's a, it's a modification. Yeah. Like, the thing you like, we're gonna modify it. It's a little, um, it's a jingle. Noah told me that like uh, Medicare for all polls really well, which is I always that's always been my thing. It's like most people want Medicare for all, and then he goes, but then if you tell people what Medicare for all is, that doesn't poll that well. <laughs> if you just poll like, here's the po- the plan. What do you think about this plan? They don't like it. Um, they want to have their own insurance because they like their own. Usually they like their own insurance if it's good. Yeah, I hate politics. Really. Yeah, it's exciting to me, um, but I do uh, get tired of it, and it does feel super pointless. Yeah, I mean, even like the like the Biden administration already, it's kind of like obvious that the president doesn't do that much at all. Period. Yeah, it'd be fun if people were like talking about like debating about things they were going to do, and then whoever won did the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't feel they like just that's, don't. Yeah, it's so funny, and it's like a complicated, and no one really knows why it doesn't happen, but. Um, because if you find if you if you're in deep enough to understand all of why things happen don't happen, then it's like then you're probably working in politics already. You know, you know Michelle Gondry, the director, did no. like he did um like Science of Sleep and uh record or what's the one with um the funny face guy? The funny face guy. The mask. The uh, mask. Jim Carrey's the Jim mask? Carrey. Really? Yeah, he's okay. The mask. But he so you know that movie he was in where he was like trying to get rid of the memory of the girl. It's a great movie. Um, yes. Uh, Eternal Sunshine is yes. not smart. So the director of He that, did both of those? The yeah. Mask and Eternal Sunshine? No, no, no. He didn't direct... No, Jim Carrey gotcha. was... Yeah, he, he directed Science Eternal Sleep, Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. Thank but you. he also did this very strange movie that he animated all himself on a um, an overhead projector, like what they'd use in algebra class. Oh, cool. And it was... The whole thing was just... In, I guess it took him forever to do. Uh, but it was just... He got to do a two-hour interview with Noam Chomsky. Oh, is the man who's tall happy. I watched that. You watched it. Is the man who was tall happy? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of fun. It was very weird, but it's um, like a podcast, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember Noam Chomsky said in that at one point, he's like, he's like, everyone should be like super excited on tax day. 
Like they should be like Why? lining up. Well, he says in like in a properly functioning democracy. Oh yeah, it should be like here's the time where we all decide what would be nice things for us to do together, <laughs> and then we pay a little bit of money, and then they get done. And they get done. <laughs> but no, but no one, everyone hates taxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It should be like yeah. Let's like what can we do if we all pool our money? We can get a lot done. So, oh, we'll get a cool road. Yeah, right. <laughs> It'd be great. I like that idea. He's amazing. I remember being in Malaysia and like. People make like no money there, and they have such nice roads. Really? Yeah, the roads are really good. Like smooth? Yeah, they're super smooth. They're so really bad. Nice in New lights. Orleans. Everything's the public transit is like way way nicer than it is anywhere in the United States. Wow. The system's just like super figured out. Everything's like mapped perfectly. Like what you, accounts for that? You think? I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. I went to like a a talk on. Um, education for some reason like we were just looking for something to do in malaysia and poor yeah okay and oh, kuala lumpur it's super diverse there but well, no the white that. people it's like there's a lot of chinese people there's a lot of indian people there's a lot of malay people there's a lot of middle eastern people and they have like oh they all hate the chinese people really because chinese the people bad. are like those are like the high ranking people oh okay they, they hate the, them the, for being elite yeah okay yeah and they were they were upset because the chinese schools had better the chinese elementary schools had better coding classes for the Chinese people or the Chinese, the Chinese in China? It, no, no, no. no the, the Chinese people in Malaysia. In Malaysia. Yeah. They have their own schools? Mm-hmm. For like there's schools where it's like it's just Chinese people. All of the elementary school kids are taught coding. Good, But yeah. Chinese people get way more money for their the coding. coding programs. And then they were, they were like they were like moms who were like yelling at the minister of education in this small little like lecture hall. And they were like really freaked out and like screaming at them. And they had to be escorted out. It was Whoa. the weirdest thing. It was just like these like high heated political debates about things that I had no idea about. Was it all in English? Um, yes, but it was often very hard to understand. Okay. Accented English. Most people, most people can speak English there because there's so many different types of people. They have to have a common yeah. language. Isn't that amazing? One more privilege that we have as white American people is you speak English great, and yeah. they speak English pretty well everywhere. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, it's nice. Like, if you go to Europe, like, you, you can, you're fine anywhere. What are you going to do in Peru? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be at a Work. hospital. I'm going to, like, eat a lot. Then, then I'm going to, so I'm going to be in Cusco, which is, like, northern Peru. Okay. But I'm going to take two days at the end. I'm going to go to Lima, and there's some, there's some restaurants I got to get to. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah. Is you're coming with? Mm-mm. Oh, it sucks. You're going to be by yourself the whole time? I'll be with like a group of like, CNAs, pr- probably like twenty-year-old, yeah. like pre-med students yeah, yeah. that are trying to get into med school. Also trying to boost their resume. Yeah, yeah. And I'll probably be like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be weird." Do you? Uh, yeah. Um, how do you relate to the those? It's so weird seeing like a young twenties person. It's like I hate that feeling of feeling old. Like, it um, used to be that all the young people were minors. Now young people are in their twenties. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy being in like a class, like a community college class with like twenty-year-olds that are like failing the class, but are so much better with computers than you. <laughs> I remember you had that story. Yeah, you remember you have the story of like you had no idea how to do something, and the girl was like, "Oh yeah, here you go," and she did like what would taking you like four hours of work. It's like something I didn't even know was possible. Right, right. She just right. figured it out on the spot. Like, yeah, I'll do it on my phone. Yeah, not even like. Through a computer program you don't know about. But it felt like the gulf between me and a 20-year-old computer is the same with, like, me and my dad. Yeah. It's it's terrifying. That is bad, (laughs) huh? Jesus. Um, What do you want to have for dinner dinner tonight? I was kind of thinking... 
was kind of thinking Vietnamese. Oh, wow. Why were you thinking that? I saw a place. Looks good. But I could also do something a little more New Orleans-y. I'm very open. No, I don't care. You probably don't want, like, fried chicken, right? Um, not yet. Tomorrow not will be yet. the fried chicken day. <laughs> I had, like, a some serious fried chicken for lunch a couple days ago, and it was, like, too much. Yeah. We also have a big meal tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a good meal? What will we have tomorrow? Meal. Yeah, we're going to Coquette. Coquette. Yeah. What's that? It's like a New American, New Orleans-y for restaurant. Dinner? Yeah. I think they got like a like $70 five-course, $35 wine pairings. Yes. Sounds pretty good, right? I love a five-course. Five-course is good. Spring it. Yeah. I think they kind of, they're they're known for like, they like to riff when you do the, the coursed out meal. Really? They'll just yeah. mess, mess around with some stuff? Yeah. I've had mixed results with that. Sometimes you get something that's like amazing. Sometimes you get something where it's like... You guys are just phoning it in. Well, like, maybe you just practice. Do one thing and practice it really well. That's better. The right? day after I, we went to Elska, I went with Kui, my roommate at the time, to this one Michelin star parachute, and we got their, like, riff menu, and it was really bad. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. It was really bad. It was just disappointing. They, they, there were parts of it that were really good, but there were parts of it. I remember they, like, served a chicken um, thigh and leg, but it had the foot attached to it, and it was okay. really disturbing. Really, the foot? Yeah. And, like, I'll eat a chicken foot, but something about, like, having it on <laughs> a piece of meat just there as, like, a garnish. I've or... never seen them two, those two attached before. Yeah. Chicken feet are really good for soup. Um, I keep frozen chicken feet in my freezer. And you use them for soups? Yeah. You don't you like are. soup. Yeah, I'm anti-soup. I, I think it's, like, come on. That's a, that's a contentious It's opinion. such a good – I mean, like – I'll have it. It's an av- it's it is what it is. It's like a fun thing to have before you have your sandwich. It's like a it's like a it's a little appetizer, uh, but it's not a meal. It's not a meal. I don't care how chunky. I yeah, don't care how chunky. Good though. Tastes good. It could. Yeah. It's a good yummy liquid. It's a good side. But when soup is the main dish, like I was like I was like I told you this morning. I don't know if I'll ever have pho again. I'm never gonna order pho. I've never like. $15 for ramen is what the hell, dude? And it, Ramen and is overblown. So overblown. Pho is overblown too, dude. Pho is overblown too. Well, I don't think we're getting the pho. I've but, had the pho and like like the real good pho. The real good pho. Like knock your socks off. What about special. it? It's just pure. <laughs> it's just it's like, yeah. It's a One of the most thing. frustrating things about being friends with you is you'll say something like that. <laughs> You'll well, be like, you'll be like, it's like the wind, and um, and then and then I'll and I'll look at you like, now I'll say the real answer, and you and you'll go, that's all I got. It's like the wind. Terrence. I think what it is is they, they're stewing, super low, very high collagen part. Like they'll just take a whole tendon from an animal, and just load it with tendon and cook it for twenty four hours, super super low. But then they, they strain it so many times that it becomes, like, it's almost like this, like, reverse reduction of, like, the most, like, unctuous, dense bone broth you've ever had. Yeah, yeah, but then yeah. they're using the Vietnamese aromatics. They're using, like, cinnamon and star anise. And then you're also getting these crazy herbs. Viet- Vietnamese people eat more herbs than, like, vegetables. And they have okay. crazy herbs. There's, they have an herb that tastes like a fish. Really? Okay. Yeah. And it's just, and, and the herbs, there'll just be a pile of herbs on the table. And you put in as many as you want. Oh, you put them in. You put them in. You yeah. put them in uh, as a garnish. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's, it's all about the garnishes. Someone told me that. It's like you're not doing. You're not. Maybe you're not doing the garnishes right. If you're. I think the key is you you, you get a little, a little like saucer thing, a little ramekin, and you put on one side you put the hoisin, and one 
side you put the it's often sriracha, but there's a bunch of different types of red spicy sauces. Then you dip the meat in that in that okay. mixture. I used to put it in the not soup. nearly enough meat. One thing too, it's like well, a, then I'm, you're you see that's the thing. It should be a lot of meat. I'm halfway through eating the meat, and I'm like, oh, it's all gonna be gone. It should be like a carnival of meat. I'm getting like three pieces thin, index card size pieces of meat. And when you, when you get like a perfect piece of like tendon, it's so nice. Um. No, yeah, it's all like it's not. It's all like muscle. I'm not getting any tendon. I don't know what a tendon is like to eat. I've never eaten a tendon before. I mean, it's one of those things that should be bad. Like it's kind of jelloey. Like it's yeah, like yeah. thick jello, but when it's Ooh. cooked right, it's really, really good. Ooh, yeah. Um, a tendon. Kinda makes me sad that you don't like soup. Um, I just my brother loves pho and he loves ramen, and yeah. we always go out for it. And I'm always like, ah. Oh, I mean, I should have a whole loaf of bread, I guess. You know what the real, the real noodle, the Asian noodle soup is Taiwanese beef noodle soup. Taiwanese beef. That's noodle? the king of Asian soup. <laughs> it's the best one. What's it like? There's no, there's no competition. What's First that? of all, beef it's, noodles. There's beef. There's noodles. Um, a lot of uh, marrow. They make mm. a sauce out of the marrow. It's a tomato-based soup. Okay. There's a ton of, uh, ton of spice in it. It's a much like darker broth. Like it's often like dark brown sometimes it's even black okay and it's that's that's the real shit all right well you know maybe it'll, it'll be like fun to convert me you know it's like next time you're in new york i'll tell you some beef noodle soup beef noodles. yeah okay nice. yeah and there's there's good i'm going less than a month there. i'm going uh like may and june what are you doing in new york gonna stay there for a little while um i don't know see friends try to do comedy do the new york thing i don't know last summer i was pretty jealous of people who were in new york like in I'm the pandemic summer people in new york yeah at any time there's some pretty amazing stuff you it's can the be best city there. in the world Let's go move there. I, yeah. Let's live in Brooklyn. Maybe when I'm a, if I'm PA. a PA. I, I'm not comfortable saying I'll be a PA. That's wild. Because I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I still feel like maybe I won't get into school. You won't get in? It's really hard to get in. Okay. I'm a good, good candidate, but it's still like, it's tough. Be, yeah. And I feel like I'm going to look, I, I think it will help that I'm weird. It'll make me like stand out, but I'm kind of worried that they'll just be like, who is this Re- like you know, like who's this dumb guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's this dumb guy? I've had a lot of debates about whether or not you can say the R word with people. Jesus Christ! People oh, you, in Austin. You don't say it? No, well they want yeah. you to not say it. I I know I'm not supposed to say it, and so I, sometimes I will with friends, like because it's fun to say whatever. But I'm just so tired of people feeling entitled to say it because of comedy or because of like like just saying offensive things. Because I mean. When people tell you you shouldn't do it, it makes you want to do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not me, but I'm picturing a. That's I like. Here was my hack was was like picture a woman. She's a mother. She's been caring for a 25 year old man with Down syndrome all damn day. Oh, I know this woman. She's so tired. Yeah, she's so tired, mm-hmm. and she's going exasperated, going, "Hey, could you not say that?" And then you go, "But it's for McCamity. It's for comedy." Who, who's saying it in front of that lady? They're saying it on stage. Oh, well, yeah, you shouldn't say it in, on stage. I agree. There you go. Done. Yeah. When I first got to New York, a girl said, a, like, a pretty girl with, like, normal acts just said retarded in the middle of her set. Um, and I was like, it is different here. And I remember Aspen was like, yeah, it's back. It's back here in New York. You can say it here. Because New York is an interesting mix. Because, like, Chicago is way woke. Chicago is, like, comedy culture is like Brooklyn. Where it's independent shows, no one's actually making any money. Um, there's like, you know, people are getting into the clubs a little bit, but no one's like getting big in Brooklyn or whatever. Um, but the Manhattan people, they love saying R word, F word. 
slurs. They love it. And they're they're like the most prized New York comics, right? Well, there's good Manhattan and bad Manhattan. I think there's like people. There's like you know this like LOL comedy club in the in the in Times Square. It's just like you're bringing you, yeah, you're just bringing in tourists, telling them Tina Fey is going to go on stage at some point. And then tonight. she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She never does comedy ever. She, she does doesn't stand-up do stand up. No, that's that's cool. why they can say it. I guess. Um, wild. Wild I think stuff. that's that's funny. It's very funny. Yeah, you're on their side, of course. Um, Just a show that always says Tina Fey's on the line. <laughs> <laughs> it's only on Fridays. Tina Fey Fridays here at LOL. I don't know that club, so I don't want to. I'm not speaking for them, I guess. But um, um, yeah, me and my friend Harris were like really shit talking New York, and it's fun to shit talk New York in terms of like comedy opportunities. It's like it, there's just so many comics and so few spots. Um, even with you know, however, even with like you know, given, it's got to be pretty cool to be getting the spots though. Exactly. It's like if you are, it's probably like, it's like living in um in like uh uh um what's that city in the U- Dubai? It's <laughs> like if the rich are are well more are better off than anyone else in the world, the poor are worse off than anyone else in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? Like uh, it's like that. That's good. That's, I mean, I'm gonna save that metaphor for later. Simile. <laughs> It's like that. It's an analogy to that. It's like uh, the great. There's some great spots for some people, and then everyone else is getting like shit three minutes in front of comedians who hate you, or they're indifferent to you. Just absolute garbage Good stage food. time. Great food. Um, amazing food. If you had to have one meal in New York right now, what would, where would you go? Burn it then. Where? Burn it then. Where's that? It's, I think it's in Manhattan. It's got to be in Manhattan. And what is it? It's uh, French seafood. Ooh. Yeah, damn. What I went you? there once when I was. Um, I think it's kind of like the. Basically, now it's like it. It's like the, the standard bearer for like, nice New York fine dining. The chef was like Anthony Bourdain's best friend. You've oh, probably nice. seen him before. The chef. He's yeah. this really nice French guy with white hair. Okay. Um, I went there once when I was fourteen, and we got lunch. And it was this three-course version of Bernadette, and I always Ooh, remembered baby. it. And I, it, oh I, I, I and now it created this thing in my head where I'm like, if you go to a place, you have to get the full thing, or else you shouldn't go. Don't even go. It'll it'll wear on because that's that's weighed on me my whole life. Well, you got wait, you got a three-course thing instead of the tiny. Oh, instead of the full instead tasting of the menu. Full tasting. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> never. Yeah, you never do that. <laughs> if you're gonna buy the ticket, take the ride. And 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 in that three-course thing, there were glimpses of like this is. Brilliant! It was too. It was. A, it was too good of a glimpse. I remember there was this like progression of fish soups. You would have hated it. Um, <laughs> but like the, the first I've one never was, said like, anything that's affected you more. <laughs> the first one was like super light, and then eventually gets like so unctuous and thick, um, and just like like makes you tense your muscles. It it's so good. Yeah, it progresses. You're supposed to eat them in a certain order, and it's like you're doing oh. it, and you're like, the order is really doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're doing the right thing with the order. Um, yeah, I can't wait to have a big tasting menu with you. It's one of my favorite things to do with you is like experience tasting menu. Oh my uh, god, I I do miss. It those. is always worth the money. Well, I've been to some bad ones, not bad ones, but ones where it's like, like Smith in Chicago. Okay, I do want to go back, but I went there and that was like. Is that in the West Loop with all the other? That's places? West Loop. Yeah, yeah, Smith. Yeah, it's a big one. What kind of food do they have? They're trying to do like Midwest Noma. They're doing a lot of like fermented stuff, foraging, foraging. They're doing a lot of like sea buckthorn oil, just like ingredients you hear on Instagram a lot. <laughs> um, I do not. A lot I, of like they'll we're just on like, different Instagrams. You know? 
<laughs> I do not. Is that is that from a girl's butt? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Pretty good, huh? Because uh, uh, of Instagram, uh, it's uh-huh. all girls' butts. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> but it was like just that. like I remember I had like five courses in a row there that involved like organ meat. And like I like organ meat, but it was like really irony. The nasty bit. And it was just like one irony thing after another. Um, and it was just kind of just like I get that you like doing like cool food, you know what I mean? But give me some chicken breast, or is that what you mean? Well, you just got it. just it's too just, much. Just do like a g- give me a softball. Yeah, knock Mix it out it of the up. park. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Give me like cherries and duck, and like yeah. you can do something <laughs> weird to that, but just give me something that's like effortlessly approachable and then fuck with me a little bit that's what was 11 madison park was was like we've had we've had a lot of experimental michelin star restaurants like fun places that are like doing crazy things and 11 madison park was like we are doing just 100 mile an hour fastballs straight over the plate yeah super super delicious just duck breast truffle souffle their innovation was like in the degree to which they were able to reduce it like reduce things down to their like aesthetic and like flavor essence where things were so simple just like one shape like the yeah i mean yeah the cheeses the cocktails yeah i remember there was like a there was a cheese chorus no thank you um that was like uh it was like a version of swiss cheese apple and like a like a pastry type thing and it was awesome. They cooked the the cheese on a little like brass, um, a tiny brass oh. um, saucepan, very tiny. Who's calling me? And we got we got the pan right. Was it right in front of us? <laughs> oh yeah, they didn't give it to us. We took it home. It does right? seem like something they would do. And you can have the pan. This pan <laughs> has been. Uh, we put your name on it. Yeah, that's a dope restaurant. I went to Alinea in August. That was good. For the fourth time? No, I've only been there two times. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Um, we should go again. Yeah, Lenny is the best. I'm seeing they they're really good about like doing teasers on Instagram and they're doing some crazy stuff. <laughs> they're doing some real weird stuff. They're getting like they're getting a go. bit gonzo. Like they're, I saw they're doing this one thing where it's like the course has the word chard in it like six times. Okay. Like it's a piece of Swiss char charred on Arctic char. Gotcha. And they're just combining those things because they sound nice yes. together. Yeah. yeah. Right. Nah. And it's like, I'm at a glance, I'm really opposed to that idea. Right. But, but that's I gonna, that's going to mess with your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're doing it. Well, they're doing it to mess with you. They're doing it like in a way that's like, um, it's going to be the best thing ever. It's like, if we, well, they're, maybe they're probably backing themselves into a corner in order to, like, uh, make you feel like they're backing themselves into a corner. Like, let's make this taste good, even though yeah. it's a pun. Let's make it taste incredible. But they do. They do make stuff it worth like that. our and, time. And it's always grounded in the fact it's like they literally cook protein as well as anyone has ever cooked it in history. Like they just make things that are so like unbelievably perfect. But then they'll do something oh. weird too. Yeah, that, that they're a, that's a good good spot. Oh man, yeah, Linia, not a bad not a bad spot. They'll be just fine. <laughs> they'll be just fine during this pandemic, I bet. Schwa's getting really crazy too. Are they doing uh, dine-in now? They must they're, be. They're they're about to, about okay. to start. And they're doing po' boys for a while, weren't they? They were doing po' boys. Yeah, my brother, yeah. I think my brother got one. That's um, cool. That's probably delicious. Jeez. The po' boy that I had was too plain. It was just bread, tomato, lettuce, fried shrimp, and like a little sauce. But I'm like, you got to be like considering 
like I'm gonna be biting into this. You have to be like make it really moist and have a lot of flavor and texture in there. They Just often aren't pretty simple. Fuck it. Like those ones yesterday were pretty simple. The I vi- thought they okay. were very good. Me too. The Verity Mart cheeseburger po' boy was so much burger. It was so greasy. This it was is a foot-long burger. A foot-long burger. It was insane. I said if McDonald's gave it to the Americans, if they put it in the menu, they would be closed down. They would be like, someone would intervene because you cannot give this to people. Yeah. It was a gut buster. And how many inches is a burger in, like, diameter five, usually? Four or five? Four or five, So it was yeah. like three like burgers. Burger, yeah. Yeah. And big. And we ate them so fast. Toasted sesame. The sesame... Uh, Hokey sesame. It was good. Roll. It was great. Yeah, it was surprising combination. Truck. The truck that we like supplies saw, the bread to every restaurant. We saw the bread being delivered this morning to mm-hmm. Verity Mart. We didn't see my friend uh, Merlin, who works behind the counter at Verity Mart um, and has an Instagram and uh, sells mushrooms, I think, um, of various kinds. <laughs> um, but uh, he's a character. He was talking about all the characters that come in there. And I go, man, you're a character. You know, like you're you're also a weird guy. Um, yeah, New Orleans is insane. At night, especially, it's just it's just bizarre. It feels like it's about to like get ripped apart. Like Go the on. whole thing's a- attached by threads. Like, well, For I, sure. I was at. I think you were out of the Airbnb, and at one point, the whole building just started shaking, and I didn't know why. What? <laughs> yeah. Our uh, our building. Our where yeah, we the live? whole thing. It was just brief. But it, <laughs> that doesn't happen in the Midwest, where it's like something just shakes that you're inside of. And, it, and you didn't even tell me until now. It was not even that big of a deal. You're like, yeah, it's I kind of just, yeah. just glossed over it. I was really like, kind of like horrified by that book where they were just killing all the Native Americans. Yeah, Bloodburnian sounds intense. It's super and intense. <laughs> your description of it made me not want to read it. I, I had read it, I had read parts of it, and I don't want to go forward now, honestly. Cormac and McCarthy is a little bit too. I, I listened to the road on audiobook and I was like, "Whoa!" Some parts of this I would not be, like, I liked like, it. I would have to, but like normally when I was reading, I'd have to be like, kind of take a break and go, "Whoa!" But the audiobook just pushes forward. It sets the pace for you, you know. So it was like just taking me through this insane, and like the worst part of the road is they see like a dead baby, the one dead baby, and you're talking about how many dead babies are in. Blood Meridian is like, whoa, way too much. Way yeah, too there's many. these guys, the Delawares, which I think is like an Indian tribe, and they just pick up babies and they're like smashing them into rocks. Come on. And it's so graphic. It's too graphic. Unnecessarily graphic. And you don't know why they're killing them all. Well, because they're enemies, right? Well, they're enemies, but like none of the warriors are there. And you like you don't know what the conflict is. You don't even right. know why they're in the desert. They're just kind of trying to survive and like not get killed. Yeah. Um, but you like it. It's so pretty. Like that's what's so weird about it is it's like Beautiful. it's the most like horrible things they're doing, and all the people are really bad, and n- none of them like believe in anything. Um, but then the just the descriptions of the landscapes and like light is so nice. Jesus, yeah, it's just like poems. It's the, poems. it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> um. Has New Orleans changed since you were here last? Or, like, have you... What, a lot more banh experience of it? A lot more banh mi's? I feel like every place sells banh mi's now. Yeah, right? Um, will this place tonight have banh mi, probably? You want to go to the Vietnamese, the Vietnamese place? place? They would have banh mi. And pho. They do have pho, but I, they, I think that it would be a good place to get some some deeper deeper Vietnamese stuff. Like what? Well, I'm probably going to get bún bò hoi. What's that? 
Pumoy is like the it's the second best known Vietnamese soup. There's like a million Vietnamese soups people okay. don't know about. Okay. And pho is, is the most boring. It's like the most simple. It's like their chicken noodle soup. Oh, great. There's I'll like Bun Chu Ka, there's Ban Khan Kua, there's uh, Bun Mom, there's Bun Mom Tom. You have These so are great much, soups. You have so much knowledge. What are you going to do with all this food now? I feel like you got to. I gotta, just go to restaurants. I know, but like I feel like you've got to just do something with food. Like, and and and, I'm, and my urge is like to commoditize it, but not not to make money, but to, like, to uh, as a as a hobby, as a productive hobby, like just taking all the food into your body. I feel like I'd ruin it for myself. It's if like, you oh, made no, it I work, gotta, I got to do something. <laughs> I got to go do. I got to make this a a routine. I gotta get good, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This is my fun thing. Make it to be, make it fun. Is that people get into stuff? You know? Is that what you've learned? You've learned to, because like before it was like, why do it if I'm not gonna do it all the way? And now are you doing it like just for yourself, like the, like the food thing? I don't know. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, you're doing it for yourself. Yeah, you're doing it just for its own sake now. I mean, I kind of always was. I just always enjoyed food a lot. Yeah, from a, from a you're as a child, right? You were as a kid. You're going to restaurants with your parents, right? My parent, my dad, like courted my mom by like introducing her to Indian food. Really? Yeah. Okay. She she told me that the only ethnic food she'd had until she had Indian food was Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Oh my God. Her in, in she grew up on a Conemawak, and of her Spanish class every year would go on a field trip to Taco Bell. That's so funny. <laughs> well, I guess then it was like a little more special than it is now. Taco Bell. I still like it. I had some the other night. It's good. I had some the other night. I I'm a that. I'm a fast food apologist. What do you? What's your favorite fast food? Popeyes. Oh my god, that sandwich is so good. The sandwich is amazing. What do you get? I mean, now I get the sandwich. Sandwich is perfect. I used to always get um, I used to always get like a dark meat combo, spicy. Yum. Um, I go on Tuesdays when you get a deal on it. Right, right. Mac and cheese is pretty good. I like their buffalo sauce, which they no longer carry anymore. No more buffalo sauce? No more buffalo sauce. That's crazy. Why not? It's I don't spicy. know. I guess I was the only person that got it. <laughs> but uh, the, their biscuits are amazing. Yeah. That's like, I mean, biscuits are kind of like a gimme because it's just like, I think it's like, you're just eating like lard or something. I don't know what it is, but it's like, it's so good. It's great. You put the butter in there. A lot of, uh, is it lard instead of butter? I don't know. Shortening. I don't know how to make a, shortening is lard. Shortening is lard. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm seventy percent on that. All right, <laughs> not bad. <laughs> not bad. Um, New Orleans food. All right, what do you say? What should we call it? I don't know. We have anything else to say? No. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's call it, Max. What do you have the What's a call to action for the audience, Max? Um, I don't know. All right, eat. eat go eat a tasting menu. Go to a diner. Keep keep the diners alive. Go to a diner? Okay, go to a diner. Yeah, I feel like if you're in New York or something, you're in Chicago, you got to go to the diners. Chicago diners diner, Chicago diner are way better than a New York diner, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm, cool. thinking, I mean, I'm probably thinking of Jerry's, I guess. That's Jerry's was legitimately good food. Yeah, and it was so cheap. So that's what I always want. And I go to a New York diner, and it's like, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a four times the price of Jerry's um, Oh, that's bad. Diner. Even in, like, Bushwick? There's no, there's no diners in Bushwick. There's no diners in Bushwick? Nope. What? Very few diners. That yeah. That feels wrong. No, Manhattan is more dinery, and then the Manhattan diners are like, They're you're expensive. paying $12 for everything. That's sad. $9 French fries. That's like, no good. It's crazy. Um, which I thought the whole point was to be cheap. Um, but I like having, I like the setting of a, sitting around and uh, 
Oh yeah, it's, that's, love, that's the whole thing. It's so great. The food is good. Food is good. The but it's great. like you're there because you can sit there. You For can as like long relax as you in want. a booth. You can get yeah. a bunch of bad coffee. Yeah, a bunch. It's a whole. It's a whole experience. The worst coffee. Jerry's had bad coffee. I would, yeah, it was I would like drink coffee before I went to Jerry's on purpose. I'm not going to order that coffee because it's like you're chasing the dragon of this. I drank the coffee at Jerry's. Oh my god. So bad. Remember the Did time you get a decaf coffee? Yeah, there? I remember the time then they gave you Senka. Sen- yeah, Senka. That which is, is instant decaf coffee, which is worse than nothing. It's one of the worst creations of man. <laughs> it's so bad. It's kind of fun because it's so bad. It's like, I can't believe I'm putting this in my body. Yeah, why, well, and for what? This Caffeine? It's my lifespan. It's nothing for, nothing is happening in there. Yeah. Nothing's you, happening. It would be better to have hot water. And you should have, yeah. Yeah. And you get it with your Senka. All right, Maxi. Um, follow Max Freed Manny Pacquiao on Instagram. <laughs> it's <I> terrible <laughs> Instagram. I have four posts. Yeah, you've got over four the posts. ten years. I've one had of them's Toller. One of them's Jeff Aspis. That's yeah. how funny is that? Uh-huh. Um, they must have really inspired you. I think it was when we were buds. Yeah, but you really pushed it. I mean, like it's most of your Instagram. That's a lot. I wasn't curating it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably just in a certain mood. Yeah. All right, buddy. Later. Okay.